Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. You know, I think it's fair to say in life that all of us have fallen short of God's glory. We have regrets and failures and hurts. I thank God a million times for the grace he gave me. Carlos and I, we were already married, and he was showing me this one apartment complex in Richmond that he lived lived in, and I just started laughing and laughing and laughing because growing up, we literally broke into the apartment complex with half a powerhouse from the youth department here. I climbed over the chain link fence to open the pool so we could all get in. But here's the thing, is that many times we think we can't be forgiven, Right? We can't be forgiven by the ones that we hurt or, or, or sometimes we think we can't forgive people that have hurt us. How many of you know it's easier to ask for forgiveness and sometimes forgive the one that's hurt you? You see, I never thought that I could be healed and filled with joy when I was going through that, but God did. God gives to us renewed hope. See, not just a fresh start, but he renews your hope again. You see, sometimes I find myself depleted and in need of hope and encouragement. Don't you think as pastors, we are pouring out, pouring out, pouring out all the time. Look, you're always pouring out and you need to fill back in. And so one of the ways that you can work on this is memorizing Bible. Memorize the Bible. Memorize the Word of God. And one of these verses that I have put in my heart is found in Romans 15, 13. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Some of us are overflowing with gossip. Some of us are overflowing with negativity. Some of us are overflowing and complaining all the time. And God says, I want to fill you up so much that you overflow in hope. Wouldn't you want to be around somebody that is hopeful? Wouldn't you want to be around somebody that you can catch some excitement from? Look, most of us want a fresh start in life when we failed or had regrets. And sometimes we experience despair and we feel that we're beyond hope. But the Bible says you are never too far for the hand of God to reach you. Amen. First John 3, 1 John 3.1, it says, See what great love the Father has lavished on you. That we should be called children of God. God says that when he lavishes his love on us, It says that we shall be called the children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world did not know us is that they didn't know him. You might have somebody giving you a hard time. They don't know you. It's because they don't know the father. Because if you have Christ in you, then you are overflowing with hope. Amen. And they ought to recognize that in you. Make sure that as you talk and you walk and you act, that people can truly see God in you. You see, in order for this to be true, though, we have to know Christ because apart from him, we're lost. Indeed, we have to have a fresh start, but we also need forgiveness because we have sinned. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned because all of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death. See, if it was up to the enemy 
if it was up to the world, we would all be dead, right? Because we've all sinned. But God says this, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. God just said, I don't care what you did. I don't care what mistakes you did. You see, it should have ended up in death, but I'm going to make it into life. Amen. You see, we got to make peace with God through Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 1 says, therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have the peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. See, I want you to know that he died for our sins and was raised from the dead to give us a fresh start. There is no way you could have a fresh start if Jesus didn't die for you. There is no way that you could have joy today because of all the stuff you went through yesterday if Jesus didn't die for you. If he didn't die and if he, if he didn't get rose again from the grave. Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, he didn't say you have to be perfect. God said, I know you're messed up from the floor up. I know you made bad decisions. I know that you're not perfect. I know that you're probably lying to me right now, but even though you're in the state that you're in, I'm going to the cross for you. And the Bible says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. See, he didn't ask us. We ask people to be perfect. We don't want to forgive people. We want people to, to live a life like God. We're the ones that hold that standard. And God says, man, I know you're messed up. But while you're in this state, I want you to know that I died for you. See, Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, if you'll declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If anybody asks you, what they got to do, just say they got to declare it from their mouth. Look, what comes out of your mouth will, I promise you, it will shift your life. If you're walking around negative, negative, oh, this will never work. Oh, this never works out for me. Oh, nobody likes me. Oh, they're not going to forgive me. Oh, this. And you're constantly finding the negative in everything. See, what comes out of your mouth, you can breathe life or death. And God says, look, I'm going to show you eternal life. You need to say out of your mouth and declare it that Jesus is Lord. The second thing is Jesus is our hope for a fresh start. You see, when we come to God for salvation, he comes into your life and he makes everything new. Everything is new in your life. I don't care from the east to the west. Doesn't matter what happened in the past. The Bible says that he forgives us. Look, Jesus is on a cross and he's surrounded by these people, murderer and sinner and, and robbers. And he turns right to him on the cross and he says, I'll be with you in paradise today. He forgives him. There is nothing the Lord says that he won't forgive us from. So don't allow the condemnation of your past mistakes to eat you up alive. Because the enemy would want nothing more than for you to replay every bad thing you ever did in your life, every big mistake you ever did in your life, and just to trap you there in pain. No, what God wants you to know is that if you'll surrender to him, he says, I'll take away your sin. I'll make your life new. I'll restart you, and I will restore you, and hope will overflow, and your life will be filled with joy, and it's going to be amazing because now God is living in you. It means that anybody who belongs to Christ has become a new person. 
that the old life is gone. You know what anybody means? It means your enemy. It means the person that offended you. It means a person that you don't like. Oh, God's good for me. I'm good with God. You know, me and God are good. I got my heart right with God. But this guy over here, how easy it is for us to hold the finger when yet we want the finger of grace to be pointed to our life. The Bible says that anybody in Christ is a new creation. So let me ask you a question. If they were just a mess yesterday, but they come here and they receive the Lord, do they have to wait a week before we can love on them? Do they got to wait a year and read their Bible 10 times a day, do 21 days of fast before God will really receive them into his kingdom? No. When does that happen? When does it happen? Immediate. When did it happen for you? Immediately. So don't get stuck in the pain of your past. Don't get stuck in your shortcomings. Amen. That doesn't mean when we do when, when we do wrong things, it may take a while for people to forgive you. But I'm telling you that Jesus forgives you immediately. Amen. You see, we're actually blessed when we have a fresh start. Because when you're at the bottom, the only way to go is up. Amen. You see, when you're empty is when you are perfectly positioned for God to do his best work. You know, as you realize and as we realize our inability to help or save our own lives, that's the moment. It's like when I was at that altar in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was right around my birthday. I was 16 years old. I'll never forget feeling so filled. Even though I was crying out so much like a flood, I felt like God was pouring himself inside of me. And some of you have been walking around like a dry desert. That's why everything bothers you. That's why you can't show the love of God. That's why you have a hard time worshiping or smiling, just, just smiling. Have you ever looked at some people? They just look mean. I'm like, you're a Christian? I mean, really? I mean, straight up. Haven't you looked at somebody? They proclaim they're a Christian, but they, I mean, their mouth is just like, blah. See, when you are filled with God's love, people can't understand it, but you just got extra you got extra that overflows, amen? You can look at a situation that looks impossible and you can go, no, you know what? My God can do it, amen? Do y'all just go through the words or do you believe that your God can do it? Matthew 5, 3 says, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs are the kingdom of heaven. So if you're going through it and your spirit is heavy, don't worry, amen? Because it's the best place because in your humility, that's the moment that makes you the perfect candidate to receive God's grace. James 4, 6 says this, but he gives us more grace. Does he give you just enough grace? No, he gives you more grace. Did he give you grace last week so this week he can't give you grace? No, he gives you more grace. That is why the scripture says God opposes the proud. I'm going to say that again. God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. See, we think the world is prideful. I have met some prideful Christians. We think the world are the prideful people, but how many of you know sometimes as Christians, we could look at people. I'll never forget one day we had a lady, she gotten saved and she became an usher. And, and I walked down the, the, the little aisle right here and somebody grabbed me outside and they said, Pastor Rosa, did you see what she had on? She had her skirt was a little too short, a little too low, and she was serving and becoming an usher. I said, oh my gosh, that's amazing. She got saved and she's serving. How many of you know as Christians, we could be the worst ones, the most judgmental, 
You forgot what Jesus did for you. You know, we used to have kids walking through. He's got his baseball and his drawers hanging down. Look, he could be in a club, but he's in the house of the Lord. Amen. I mean, who are we going for? A bunch of Christian people? Or are we going after the lost? Help me understand this. See, as you grow in the Lord, those things begin to change. The consciences of the Lord begins to come into your heart. And then you think twice about maybe what you have on. You know, one time we went and there was a young guy working at Staples. And um, it was so funny. We'd been trying to invite him to church and invite him to church and invite him to church. And he was watching, uh, he at that time, this is way back in the day, y'all, when we rented our movies. Y'all remember that? And he goes, well, I can't go to church. And he pulls out this stack of videos, right? And they were just funny movies and stuff. He goes, because I watch movies. I was like, who told you that lie that you can't be saved or come to church because you watch Star Trek? You know, what is going on? And that's because sometimes as Christians, we give off this vibe that we are better than everybody else. And we have forgotten the moment that we crawled on our knees in the altar with our filth and our dirtiness and our brokenness and our shame. And we forgot where God took us out of. Look, God can give you a fresh start when life seems barren. You know what that means? It's like a desert when you seem to plant things and nothing comes up. And God's saying, I could take a desert and I can make a stream come through the desert. Amen. I can make a plant rise up when there's no water. Amen. Isaiah 43, 19 says, for I'm about to do something, something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The next time you're facing a circumstance and a situation that you don't know how it's going to work out. You don't know how God is going to give you the finances to meet that bill. You don't know how God is going to heal your marriage. You don't know how your family will trust you again. You know, you don't know how addiction will be broken. Amen. And God says, I will make a stream go through the desert. So either you believe it or you don't. Either you believe God can do it or you're going to walk around miserable, disappointed, and wondering why your life is just God's not doing what he's doing. It's because you're like halfway believing in the glory and in the power of God. You got to start learning the scriptures. You got to start taking it into your soul and, and standing on those promises. Psalms 43 says, He has given me a new song, a hymn of praise to our God, and many will see what he has done. How many of you can say, I am a miracle if y'all only knew? I am a miracle of what God has done. You don't know my story. You don't know what I've come out of. I am a miracle. Psalms 98 says, sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. It says his right hand has won mighty victory and his holy arm has shown saving power. You see, when you become a Christian, it doesn't mean that everything is going to be perfect. In fact, sometimes all hell will break loose. But now you're not alone. You're not tracking this life by yourself. You got God on your side. And so all of a sudden, you can face the storm. You can look back at a situation. You can walk out of disappointment. You know, sometimes we're mostly disappointed in ourselves. You know, when we fail in certain areas or we say, man, I said I wasn't going to do that again. Or, you know, man, I, I didn't want to be rude to them or I didn't want to make this decision or this choice. A lot of the condemnation is the one that we put on ourselves. And God is sitting there looking at you and saying, man, I've forgiven you. 
You are free. Look, Romans 8.28 says, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. I just want you to know, whether it is a, a failed marriage, a failed job, a failed finances, whatever it is, that God will work it out for the good. Amen? Sometimes we have to have a fresh start because of discouragement. But who better to restore us than the Lord? The Lord is an everlasting God. He is the creator of the earth. He never grows weak or weary, and no one can measure the depths amen, of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. And I feel like I'm ready to go to war. It's because I've been at war with the enemy, right? Amen. But I know who my God is. See, that's what you get when you've been saved for a long time. That's what you get when you've been faithful in the Lord. That's what you get when you worship. It's not that problems go your way, but you sure enough know that you can fight because you're not fighting alone. Amen. You see how wonderful it is to know that God specializes in giving people a new start. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.